1: Seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five are the phone numbers. You know where I went this weekend, Galvin?
2: You went to
1: Disney. No, God,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where'd you go.
1: I went to the parking lot social. Do you know what that is?
2: Oh, the uh, thing that was at Raymond James.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a thing at Raymond James where they have what looks like two bouncy houses, which are really movie screens set up, a small stage in the middle, and it's in the parking lot. And uh, they've been doing various events there since the middle of the week. And on Saturday at 1 o'clock, they had a kids' event, which sounded awful. And it was awful from an adult's point of view, but I'll be honest, it was actually pretty good for the kids. It was yeah. uh yeah, I mean, if you're stuck in your car and you you have to be distance away from everybody, it was actually, they did it kind of fun. There was a little bit, it was a little bit oversold. Like, they sold it, there would be food, and they would deliver food to your cars and all that stuff, and it would be cool. And the truth, there was one food truck, and there was a husband, a wife, and a nine-year-old kid, and the kid was doing most of the work. Um, I just felt bad for them. Uh, but other than that the uh a dj played music the kids got to dance in the car and outside the cars you know around the area and then they did bingo and a bunch of trivia things and it was about halfway through the show that i decided to check out and take a nap mm-hmm. but um you know for the most part the kids loved it which i think was good but they also did stand-up comedy there this week and they're showing movies so it wasn't wasn't bad it was a good thing to do to take the kids and get the kids out
2: yeah trying to figure out different things to keep yeah. it exciting for people and yeah, like,
1: I would think that if they use that parking lot or other parking lots like that for inflatable drive-in theaters alone with food trucks and stuff, I think that'd be pretty a pretty good idea.
2: Is that going to be the thing now? Like, are we going to have to go and sit in cars to watch bands or watch stand-up or watch different things? Uh,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I, I for a while. Re- for, a ba- for a band, though, that's pretty awful. At yeah. least, wear, you know, do we you wear the mask to the concert. That's awful, too, but I'll take it, you know? Mm, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how protective that really is. But, but to go to the movies though, I, that's not so bad. Now I, I have a uh, Facebook friend that is the manager at the Grove and Wesley Chapel, where they have like the, um, the where you can get, like a cinebistro type thing where you can go and get food taken to you. And actually, that's my favorite place to go because they they have a great menu.
0: I heard the Grove It closed down,
1: but it was so he put on his his Facebook page that they didn't close down, that they have a new concept, and they're coming back bigger than ever. So I don't have any idea what that is, but I thought that would be pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, I like going to the movies. I hate kids. I hate teenagers in your movie. But I like going to the movies as an experience, especially there, because they actually serve good food. So if you want to go and eat dinner there and then relax, it's hard for me to eat dinner and then watch a movie, though, because I'm asleep 18 minutes in the movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but anyway... um, uh now to be able to take the car and go to a movie, like I went to go watch the Batista movie, the I I spy the spy spy and me movie, I don't know what the name of it was, I don't mm-hmm. remember, Uh movie, which actually was a really good movie. Um uh, and I did it in the world's dirtiest drive in and I still enjoyed it. So I'm thinking maybe the drive ins make a make a huge comeback. Like whoever owns that drive in on Hillsborough, it's clear that you would make not enough money to to care about that drive-in because it's a drive-in at night and it's a flea market during the day, and they evidently charge vendors to sell stuff. That's probably where they make most of their money, right? But if you just put a little bit of money into the drive-through, that thing could be huge. They have like three different screens there,
2: and you could you could easily say, "Hey, you have a restaurant, or you do restaurants, you do concessions, and give me." You know, fifteen percent or whatever it is, and just have somebody else run concessions for you. You know, clean it up a little bit, paint it, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. yeah, it
1: it literally it is dilapidated. The the structure that is around the concession stand is is looks like it's going to fall at any second. So uh, we went in there to get. Uh, I don't even think they had popcorn. I think we went in there to get uh, hot dogs and and sodas or whatever and. You know, it's typical, but you know jack up the prices, we expect to get raped at the movie theater when it comes to buying yes yeah, where else are you going? right Jack up the prices, make it a little bit nicer and then offer a uh, delivery service to the car like the like the other thing was that'd be great if I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, I want more of a drink. I just hit a button and they bring me more of a drink mm-hmm. you know kind of give combine with Sonic yeah. Oh, Have people out there yeah. on roller
3: I skates. Sonic. Yes. Mm.
1: See, and I don't like Sonic, but I like the idea of driving and having them bring me food. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh, actually got a pen and paper and wrote notes on my Back to the Future sequel this weekend
3: <laughs> <laughs> because I
1: started getting an influx of ideas and who can play who, and I really feel like I'm going to make this happen.
2: Are you sharing storyline credit with the guy who said uh, they find the DeLorean in a <laughs> old... Uh, garage or whatever it was, the uh, storage unit? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, you said it on recorded <laughs> it.
1: Um I, I, uh, I'm changing now to where they where they go in the future and why they get there. And, I mean, do, or do they go to the past? You don't know.
2: How do they get the Time Machine?
1: I, I'm not revealing everything on the air, Goblin. <laughs> You'll have to see the movie. <laughs> I don't want somebody to steal my idea now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: and then they go, and I've already got... Who who are the new I cast the movie the other day? Oh. oh, you're gonna be quite impressed. I got a Zoom meeting with Robert Zemeckis.
3: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh huh.
1: He so, said no,
0: but then all of a sudden he heard the idea and he was like, "This kid's on to something." So there had to be two Doryans then, because the Doring gets destroyed in the Back to Future Three. Uh, yes.
1: Gio. did you uh, did you think the Wright brothers made one plane?
2: <laughs> no, thanks. No. Or. Did the uh, police come because there was an accident, and they put all the stuff in uh, evidence, and then one of the old-timey cops is like, eh, yeah, let me take a look at that. Oh, I'm writing my own! No, ah, no, yes, no, yeah. no, no. Somebody get Biff on the phone for me. No, old-timey. old.
1: Yeah. Hey, so uh, does Biff hate all those guys?
2: Hate them why? What do you mean?
1: I don't know. I guess they did a reunion thing and Biff wasn't involved.
3: Aww.
2: Well, I mean, you had Michael J. Fox and you had uh, Christopher Lloyd. Who else was there?
0: Well, Biff, Biff, uh, the girl. The I know Crispin Glover. He hates. He hates anything yeah. Back to the Future. He yeah. sued them for the because when they tried to put him in Part Two and it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they said he was so hard to work with. Yeah, see,
2: he seems like a, a nice guy, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've I've talked to him on the phone and he was super nice. He, I, like, I talked to him off the air, like, not, not not an interview, I, in a phone conversation. He was in town, and I was trying to book him with something, and I was talking to him on the phone, and he was like, oh, okay. Like, he was super nice. He
0: did Opie and Anthony. It's on YouTube, and he explains the whole thing about why he sued them and why he doesn't like to have, be associated with it. And it. Actually, when you listen to his whole story, but you know, his side of it, it makes sense why he would be pissed off.
1: My thing was why they went with him. Yeah. Like like I uh, I uh, do you remember the brother and the sister? The brother and the sister had actually been in some 80s TV shows. So they had a little bit like the one it wasn't a chick from Bosom Buddies, the sister? Yeah, Amy. Yeah, she yeah. and she's dead
2: now, isn't she? Uh I believe so. But the thing about Crispin Glover though is he has that kind of 50s look to him. You know what I mean?
1: In in that movie, but like I, Crispin Glover outside that movie he didn't. Eh, he was he's a weird got a kind goth of 50s kid. face. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, I would imagine looking back on things, they were like, "Oh, maybe we should have recast that." <laughs> um, anyway, my movie is coming to the theaters uh, twenty twenty something. Uh, right now, it is time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news.
0: And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show.
1: What do we have in
2: news today? Oh galvin uh well, a couple things before we get to news so uh Wendy Joe serber is the uh woman that played his uh, sister and yes, she is dead she was on booze and buddies she was Amy on there uh she died in November of two thousand five
1: yeah, I remember reading that and going wow, it's, it seems like she was probably a lot older than we thought but
2: uh uh she died at the age of what does it say no she was uh she was forty something oh. She was 50-something. <laughs> <How> you <doing? laughs> She was 50-something. And then also, before we get to news, I was waiting for, I don't know, your best friend Gio or your lover there, uh, Spanish, to bring this up. But congratulations, Mike Kelta, heavy hitters on the uh, radio thing. Nobody, oh. nobody brings yeah. it up. Well, you're a bunch I mean, of sons of
1: bitches. All right, so let me explain what it is. It's it's uh it sounds a lot more important than it is. It's it's a heavy hitter as they call it, which is a shame when they, they call it that when you're fat because everybody <laughs> thinks it's a fat. Name. So is but this only
2: fat DJs? Only
1: fat DJs, yeah. They uh the way they explain it is pretty impressive. It's at 100 of the most important talk radio host in America. And I let's be honest. I've made that list like 5 years in a row and it's a, it's certainly a um it's certainly an honor to be named i mean think about it the first 50 of them are syndicated political talk show hosts like rush limbaugh and sean Hannity and mm-hmm. howard stern and all those guys uh, and i'm you know mostly political uh but but congratulations to everybody i mean i get the the name recognition for the show but i mean it's the whole show that gets you know it's the show it's not it's not me so congratulations to all of us yeah it's like the fifth year in a row that we've all uh, made that list. I mean, um, applesauce.
3: It, yeah, it's yeah, applesauce. Garmin.
1: I mean, I look. I I know it. I and and I'd like to uh, when the monsters in Orlando make the list. And that's Russ Rollins and his crew of guys, but they have a collective name. And this show, because it has my name on it, I get signal. But I'm very well aware that it's the entire show. So congratulations to everybody. And You're that is welcome. a pretty I, – I think that's a – yeah, Thank you, Car- Thank you.
2: <laughs> you did it, Carvin. <laughs> uh,
1: I, it, it's it's pretty good to be recognized because think about it. Um, we're in the 90s. I think we're in '90, 90, but we've been 98 before. Uh, we've been 97 before. So we move up. And it's, But it's very rare that a, um, you know, I mean, we're not a traditional talk station, so it's very hard for people to look at us and really, uh, people are always like, oh, why aren't you uh, syndicated on other stations? There's a couple of reasons. One, because nobody wants to pay any money for syndication anymore. When Howard Stern was syndicating his radio show from New York to L.A. to Philadelphia, they were each paying him like a morning show uh, fee, like if you hired a morning guy and he was getting paid for that. Right. Now the technology is there where you can just flip on the Internet and everybody's like, yeah, we'd be happy to have you for $10,000 a year. And we're like, no, I'm not. Why would I give you my number one show for that little money in your big market? It just doesn't make sense.
2: And you can listen to us literally. Anyway. A guy listens to us from Barbados.
1: Right. right. So it's just that is the number one reason why. And then the number two reason why is uh, is because um, we don't really – the format that we're on, I think, between us and Orlando has the uh, a real radio – I only think there's maybe one or two more uh, stations that are formatted for talk that aren't all sports or all politics, and it's a very hard fit for us. I mean, we could we could dumb it down and go to a couple of music stations where they make us play four or five songs an hour in between us talking, which at this age in the game might be more fun for us to do. <laughs> yeah. but, but seriously, but then they're going to look at paying us uh, – for you know, for A and then ten thousand dollars for B. and I know you think that that's a, a a lot of money, but you're looking at a ten thousand uh, dollar payday for uh, five people on the show. You know, it just doesn't make sense anymore. And then they start wanting you to come to their city to do uh, gigs, and you're like, I'm not flying to St. Louis for five hundred dollars. You know, it's just it does financially. It just doesn't make sense. One of my so, favorite
2: things was I used to work for the company Cumulus, and then left to come down here. Uh, and, uh, my buddy Kevin, who still works there, was talking to one of the higher up guys. And he asked about me, and he goes, oh, Govan's down in Tampa now. And this was when I first got down here, and we were doing afternoons. And uh, he goes, yeah, he's doing afternoons down there, and it's like it's a morning show. It's all talk in the afternoon. The guy goes, good luck with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. I remember when he said that.
2: Give me a second. Are you going bankrupt? All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I think about all those, uh, all the uh, the naysayers in the beginning, and I also think of the struggle that we had to, you know, to the music. Like, I, all the times I got in trouble for kicking the music off. Oh, I was yeah. like, look, I know, I know that us playing less music is going to is gonna contribute to our success. And fortunately, I think the local guys who are our managers now knew that too. But it was just the corporate guys that were douchebags, and now they're out of jobs too. So. Which
2: is one of my other favorite things was uh, the top guy yeah, that, uh, talking about, uh, you know, going all talk. Could those guys even talk, like, for a whole hour? Could they keep a... Yeah, uh, and not no, like they uh, could talk yeah. for the whole hour. Yeah. Uh, shut up <laughs> the Rays
1: games you moron all right let's get into the news what do we got news uh
2: today's news is brought to you by pelt shoes all seven pelt locations are open you can stop in there get your uh, get your si- foot sized socially distance that way they're not touching you or doing anything but they're figuring out what size you need stop into a pelt location near you for the perfect fit they have all the brands all the styles for you make sure you whisper then. Yeah, get 10% off. Melvin, you say? Nope. You sniffled over it. It was Galvin. Oh, sorry, I Melvin. Uh, the son of a federal judge has hey,
1: I been... I just want to sh- let you know I got, a, I got a notice on Facebook. The Billy Madison Show is live on Zoom right now. Uh,
0: oh, no. Oh, it looks great. Thanks. <sighs> Still
3: nothing?
4: Why aren't
3: we on? Oh, Pap-Pap's computer is fried. He's trying oh. to reboot it. Uh, He's still
2: trying to reboot it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, He's got the paperwork.
3: I'm watching right now. I'm over, I'm over, uh,
1: I believe I'm over Derek's shoulder watching Billy and Nervous Jared right now. Mm. Oh, Nervous In a room. James.
2: I can't wait to show you guys my new ring light thing. It's stuff. It's yep. fancy. Uh, Uh, The son of a federal judge has been shot dead and her husband critically wounded after they were attacked at their home by a gunman dressed as a FedEx driver. The attack happened at the home of Esther Salas, who is 51, an Obama-appointed district court judge in New Jersey on Sunday evening. The judge's 20-year-old son, Daniel, was killed and her defense attorney husband, Mark, 63, was killed. uh, I'm sorry, critically injured. Uh, The shooting came days after the judge... Was assigned a case with links to Jeffrey Epstein. Although, there, are you serious? I'm totally serious. Although there is no yet, uh, it is not yet any uh, suggestion that uh, the attack was linked to her work. The attack uh, began around five p.m. when Mark uh, Andrell answered the front door to the family home and was shot several times by a guy dressed as a FedEx driver.
1: So I'm watching the news, but I have the sound down. And they're showing the uh, story and the the home of the judge, and mm-hmm. uh, then they showed uh, Teresa Judice from the Real Housewives and her her big mob looking husband. And I don't know what the relationship
2: oh, there maybe was. Maybe she was a off. judge that had something to do with him getting uh, almost getting uh, extradited or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, he did. He did get extradited. Didn't he have to go back to Italy or something?
2: Yeah, but I think he's back. Oh, so I, I don't, don't know, know whether he was there for a while. I'm not sure. I haven't really followed that. But maybe she was the judge in their case or something. Can
1: you imagine?
2: Because she went to jail and he went to jail.
1: Can you imagine if it turns out that most of this stuff is true? Like if 9-11 was an inside job and if uh, a Pizza Gate is real and all that stuff. And all these people that have been trying to tell us for years that we've been calling wackos were the ones that really had all the right information what this world is going to be like when this is over.
2: Well, oh, uh, you know, you got to question everything now. Once I keep on saying it, but once you go, oh, yeah, there's an island where super rich people bang underage girls, and you go, get out of here, but it's totally true. So now you have to go, all right, well, are they really sending kids in cabinets on uh, from a website? You know, are they really doing any of this stuff? You find out more and more, and then you see something like this, you know, where a judge was killed and she was attached to a thing with uh, Jeffrey Epstein with his case. It's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it is absolutely. Now you you right. Like you said, you really do have to question everything. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Roger Stone, the political operative who was uh, spared a prison sentence this month by his friend, President Donald Trump, denied on Sunday that he uttered a racial slur on a radio show the night before, calling the ac- accusation a smear. While also contending the word was not offensive, during a live interview on the Mo Kelly Show out of Mo, Los, yeah, <laughs> Mo Kelly Show out of Los Angeles on Saturday night, the host Morris W. O'Kelly, who is black, questioned the role of Mr. Stone's relationship and proximity uh, to the president uh, played in the communication. Uh, Our commute, commu- uh,
3: communi- communication.
2: No communion oh. of his uh, mm. sentence. Commuting. Yeah. Uh, but this is what uh, happened. Now, you, you got to listen. You're going to hear the Mo Kelly guy, the host, first, and then you hear Roger, and he kind of mumbles it.
1: Real quick, did Mo, was Mo Kelly on the 100,
2: heavy 100 list? I don't think so. I don't know. i <laughs> just saying. I don't know if he was. But take a listen to this. Here we go. There are thousands of people treated unfairly daily. How your number just happened to come up in the
0: lottery. I'm guessing it was more than just luck, Roger, right? I don't really feel
3: like arguing with this sneak.
0: I'm sorry, what was that?
2: Roger? And then there's no answer, but listen. listen. It
1: sounded to me like he said, I'm not going to argue with this Negro.
2: He says, I don't feel like arguing with this Negro, but listen. I don't
3: really feel like arguing with this Negro.
2: I don't really feel like arguing with this Negro. I
1: mean, what does he say that he said?
2: Well, he says that... uh, uh, that he didn't utter a racial slur. He says that it's a smear or whatever. And he said the word was not offensive. So I don't know whether he's not necessarily saying he didn't say Negro.
1: Boy, oh boy. Yeah. The one thing about Roger Stone is you can't cancel him from anything because he has absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing. He is a, a, he is inherently a bad man and he is a media whore. He will go on any radio. He's been on our show before he'll go on any show that uh, gives him attention and treats him like he's somebody worth talking to at this point. Uh, play it again, Galvin.
2: Yeah, here we go. Guessing it was more than just
0: luck, Roger, right? I don't
2: really feel like arguing with this Negro. Wow. I'm sorry, what was that?
0: <laughs> Roger?
2: Uh, the
1: FCC says when you say uh, Negro or any other variation, of the N-word to a black radio host, they're about to. U- they're allowed to use the word "mother effer" back at no, really? yeah. would you. Oh, really? What you say, "mother effer"? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's FCC law. If you say that to a black radio, she's allowed to immediately return.
2: What would you say, "mother effer"?
1: <laughs> back at you, because that's what, that's what Mo wanted to say.
2: Oh, he told it. He was like, "I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just say that? Uh, that
1: uh, that's insane." But I, I, then again, what are you going to do?
2: Yeah. yeah. What
1: are you going to do? It wasn't. It wasn't something. Uh, He's not going to get in trouble for it. You can't cancel him for anything. He's got nothing. He's a he's a 70-year-old swinger with a Nixon tattoo. What are you going to take away from him?
2: And if you go, uh, hey, Roger Stone's racist, doesn't everybody go, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah, you think yeah. that before?
1: Right. There's no way that you're going to, to hurt Roger Stone. He's done enough for hurting to himself.
2: Uh, Kanye West, President Kanye, <laughs> took well, to the stage for his first oh, presidential I'd like rally. i like
1: him to say that to Kanye
2: West. Oh, Yeah. Kanye wouldn't do anything. You don't think so? No, Kanye's a pussy. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, please. He's a, he's a little baby. He wouldn't do anything. <laughs> the
1: ba- I'm going to tell you right now, before we get into the Kanye thing, the, the great video of him on the, on the uh, telethon where he says George Bush hates black people is pretty awesome. <laughs> but there's no better video than when Kanye is walking with Kim and he hits his head on that side. Oh,
2: it's so great. Oh,
1: <laughs> if we had Bone TV, I would play that for you a hundred times. It's Kanye and Kim walking out of a parking garage, and the, the paparazzi just snapping their picture, and Kanye's getting pissed off. And as he's about to yell at him, he walks into a low-hanging sign, and you don't really see it. You just hear his head go, dung and then he goes down, and it is wonderful.
2: I have disliked Kanye since the punk You have, since, since I met you. Remember remember when he was on Punk? Do you remember that or no?
1: No, I don't remember when he was. So on Punk'd.
2: he was on Punk and he was being a real bitch and then uh he found <laughs> out that he was on Punk and like half-assed smiled like a, you know, oh yeah, I'm on TV and then went back to him afterwards and was like you can't use that. You can't use any of that stuff. Uh, didn't
1: A-Rod do that too? A-Rod's got one that it they may never have, showed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Warren Sapp says he knew he was being punked the whole time, and he just played it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but watch that video if you can of Kanye hitting his head, you'll feel great about
2: everything. Uh, so Kanye took the stage for his first presidential rally, where he, uh, went from being in good spirits to wiping tears from his eyes <laughs> as he explained why he's against abortion. The rally that was held in, uh, South Carolina began just after 5 p.m. Sunday evening Locals live streamed the event uh, where attendees were mostly compliant with wearing masks but did not show much social distancing as they gathered closely to the uh, stage and reacted to Wes' discussion. So a few things that we have, and I'll get to some of his audio, on abortion uh, he says, yeah, lay
1: out the platform for me, guys okay. I'm undecided right now. So
2: on abortion, he started crying and revealed that, uh, quote, my mom saved my life. My dad wanted to abort me. My mom saved my life. There would have been no Kanye West. My dad was too busy. That's that's his stance on abortion. All right. On uh, giving financial <laughs> assistance to women who are pregnant, West then proposed that uh, there should be Uh, Quote, no more Plan B, the emergency contraceptive pill, uh, pill, but instead a Plan A. He proposed $50,000 per year to each woman who is pregnant to take care of their child. Oh, okay. All
1: right. So, yeah, we don't want to have abortions, but we do want to have the babies, so now we have to pay for other people's babies.
2: Right, and there's no way people are going to get more pregnant to get more money. They wouldn't do that for sure. Uh, On gun control, when asked about his stance on gun violence in the U.S., West described how he lives, quote, on a 4,000-acre ranch in Wyoming, and I can shoot AR-15s all day without going to jail.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: (laughs) On his feelings about winning or losing the election, he said, I don't give an F if I win the presidency or not, uh, implying that uh, it was important that he was being, quote, of service to God. Uh, here's a couple things uh, from the news that they talk about what uh, Kanye had to say, which is pretty funny. And then we'll get to some actual Kanye audio as well. But listen to this.
5: But when asked about policy proposals, West was short on details on taxes, saying, I haven't done enough research on that yet. <laughs> I will research that with the strongest experts that serve God on foreign policy. No plan yet either, saying I haven't developed it yet. I'm focused on protecting America first with our great military. The Grammy award-winning artist even referencing the fictional world of Wakanda, (laughs) saying he would use that as a framework for running his administration. West, who called former Vice President Joe Biden, quote, not special, previously praised President Trump.
3: I just love Trump, that's my boy.
5: Now changing his tune, saying Trump's presidency looks like one big mess to me. But this morning, with less than six months until Election Day, many are asking, does he really have a shot? He's already missed the filing deadline in many states, losing out on the potential of more than 100 electoral votes. And at the moment, has not filed forms with the Federal Election Commission to run for office.
2: So that's some of the stuff. And then, of course, it wasn't actually, like, uh, filmed by anybody. So this is a lot of phone stuff that you're getting is yeah. people, you know, doing this. But here's uh, some audio of Kanye. He's standing wearing a uh, wearing a uh, bulletproof vest that says security on it up on stage and just going nuts. Take a listen to this. That-
3: I'm not trying to quiet your voices, actually. So I don't want to say that in an improper way. I just haven't had the time to word it in the most elegant way possible. So, so that's a Stephen move. But Harriet Tubman. Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white
5: people. Y'all, we leaving right now.
3: (laughs) One month and two months and three
2: months. Uh why did that audio go off?
3: We talked about...
2: Hang on, he's still talking. I heard he was talking.
3: Can you, can you hear it, it the right now? It's I? don't
1: know if it. it's going out over the air, but I can hear. Is it on in line or offline? Yeah. So I don't what, know. What... Where did he come up with the Harriet Tubman stuff? I wonder yeah. why that was part of his platform.
2: I don't know. I don't know. But he he also in the beginning said that was a Steven move. Who Stephen? Uh. <laughs> And then at what point
1: he was, uh, why was he crying so bad?
2: He was crying about abortion and stuff, and yeah, he, he obviously, he's losing his mind.
1: Is yeah. he, though? What, what, what was, I I was unaware yeah. that this press conference was happening until it happened. Did he, did anybody else know, did he send a, a th- where was it? Do we even know that?
3: South Carolina. South, yeah.
1: Uh, I would like to I would like to be alerted. Maybe we could join Kanye's uh, press corps. I would like to be on uh, Kanye West 1, fly to different locations with him. I want to start covering this. I
0: mean, being in a critical swing state here in Florida, yeah. he should be campaigning here heavily.
1: Just letting you know, I'm wide open right now. I don't know how I feel about Trump anymore, and I don't really want to vote for Biden, so the Kanye camp, I'm available if you need me. I'm just saying.
2: Uh, I just want to make sure that this is playing properly. All right, so you can hear the beginning of it. I don't know yeah. why uh, later on, for some reason, it cut out our audio.
1: That happens,
2: I don't know what's going on there, but anyways, he's just talking crazy, and it's uh, you know somebody's got to get that guy help.
1: Uh, yeah, I would I would imagine so. I would imagine they, the family had a, the family when he announced he was running for president announced that he was having a breakdown, and they were saying that he you know he was going through some stuff and. Uh, he was bipolar, and he was having a moment. So I don't know. I don't know what happens.
3: Uh.
2: He becomes president. That's what
3: happens. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm, I, I got to tell you guys, I'm ready to join the birthday party uh, for 2020. Oh boy. Let's go. Well, yeah. if you're,
1: listen, if you are if you think that you're going to convince young girls that you're going to give them $50,000 if they get pregnant, you just got the young girl vote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: You know? And people that are like, 50 grand, that's way more than I'm making now. I could have a baby every year. My
1: father used to. We were talking about one time, and he goes, "With the money that you, that they're spending in this budget, or whatever he goes, you can give everybody a million dollars, and that's it. That's what they get, and whatever they do." And I said, "The problem with that, even if that was a possibility, is that so many of these people are going to take that money and run out and use it, and then run out of money again."
2: Oh yeah, and then you're you see to... people that win, you know, eighty million dollars in right. the lottery, and then well, it
1: wasn't to make you rich. It was to say, "Here's your kind of stimulus. Here's your you eighteen. Here's your million dollars." You know, and then the world's going to be filled with Lamborghinis and, and nobody's and nobody's going to have any money. Mm, it's yeah. it's kind of like living in Miami. In Miami, yeah. it was when I lived in Miami, everybody had a brand new Mercedes or BMW and they, they all lived in horrible houses. They all went out and spent all their money on cars. It was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at Kanye's Twitter right now and it says, hi, guys. Please sign up to put me on the ballot in South Carolina at any of these locations. Chucktown Bar and Grill, Mm -hmm. Adams Run Civic Center, Blue Note Bistro, Tia Banquet Hall and Scott's Grand Banquet Hall. All the places known for <laughs> politics <are up laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. around outside. Yeah.
2: He'll get it done, I'm
0: sure. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
2: President Donald Trump is refusing to publicly commit to accepting the results of the upcoming White House election, recalling a similar threat he made weeks before the uh, 2016 vote as he scoffs at uh, polls showing him lagging behind Democrat Joe Biden. Trump says it's too early to make such ironclad guarantees. Uh, I guarantee that that he will not commit to Kanye winning. If Kanye wins, he's gonna be like, nope, no, no, not <laughs> what,
1: what is the um what I mean, what is the answer at this point? We're in July. July's almost over, August, September, October, November. You've got just barely over three months before we uh uh go to an election, and in this election, every day, uh this weekend seventy people are shot in Chicago. There's violence everywhere, there's Oregon, there's uh seattle there's there's just every every day that there, there's some there's places want to defund the police like what is the who is the savior there is no savior on deck right now
2: Obama, no but, oh, but yeah, you wonder you wonder if uh joe biden can win even though you know crazy joe and playing with his hair in the pool and you know wakes oh, up I, and I, he i'm telling you right thing. now he's gonna win because people are so against trump yeah that you would think they're going to take anything. They would take a uh, used tire if you put it up there. They'd be like, yeah, good year. Let's and, do it.
1: And I know that there's still a lot of people out there that are uh, that are full Trump supporters, but I don't think there's nearly as many as there were before. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's nearly as many this year as there was last year. And I, and I think that there are people out there who like uh, I, I just want to return to pulling the wool back over our eyes before, You know, when we didn't know what was going on and we didn't, everything was a lot calmer. And people were ready to, to settle for that, I think. And and they're talking now about um, Elizabeth Warren being the uh, the running mate with Joe Biden. And even though that those guys are far on the other end, that's such a powerful team together with those two names that I believe that they could actually win.
2: Now, he had said that it was going to be a woman and a woman of color. Are they considering well, her? Well, she's an Indian. I was going to say Native Indian. American. She's an Indian. So the funny thing is, though, three months ago, you ask you or me who's going to win. We're like, Trump's totally going to win again. Totally yeah, going to win again. I, I would
1: say two months ago. Yeah. We, we would have thought of that. And, you know, I'm, I, I don't know that I could vote for Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren at all. Um, I don't know. I mean, somebody emailed me the other day and they were like, here's what you're saying on the air. Here's what the Libertarian Party stands for, and I get it. I'm probably more Libertarian than anything, but they're never going to win. And there's nobody in the Libertarian Party that ever has enough character and and finances to come out and be considered a viable uh, selection in in the election.
2: So, well, isn't it's a there waste. that uh, uh, Jorgensen?
3: Yeah, Joe Jorgensen. Yeah,
2: yeah, but he's I mean, running. Yo, never yeah, in a debate, not gonna never, win, yeah, not going to win. Yeah, plus a woman. But, uh, I don't know what say. Wow. But here's the, here's the thing, though, if you think about it, and I, I would imagine a lot of people, regardless of who it is, say that it's uh, Biden and Warren, Warren is who he picks as his uh, VP, you go, OK, there's no way they're going to do worse than what Trump is doing. And they're not going to agitate people. And they're not going to, you know, be so condescending right. and all that stuff. Right. So you pick them because it's the lesser of two evils. Who, who knows whether they're going to get anything done? But if they can kind of status quo, that's exactly just, it. Goes yeah.
1: back to what it was before. Yeah, everybody p- puts the wool back over their eyes, and everybody just sits back and goes, "Well, you know, it's so our four hundred. It's not Trump. And that's it's what not, that's yeah. what
2: people say. You know, oh well, the economy, blah blah blah. Yeah, but it's not Trump.
1: You know, Ju- Judy Gold, the uh, Jewish lesbian comedian. Uh, said to me last week on the podcast that she saw, I think I might have talked about it, she saw somebody with a Trump, a Make America Great Again bumper sticker, and she grabbed uh, another person that she knew that was there, and he was walking his dog, and they were going to I go, what would you have done? She said we were going to pick up dog poop and throw it at their car. And I thought, (laughs) you realize you're the lunatic. Yeah, totally. That person was just sitting in their car, and you're the lunatic. And she's like, I know, I don't care, I just hate him. And I'm like, well, okay, you can hate them all you want, but that you're the reason why people like that exist. Yeah. Because now, would
4: that be considered assault? Yes.
2: If they, okay. if they hit the, the person, person, it would be assault, but if they hit the car that's the destruction of property, you know. I,
1: gotcha. I'm never going to call a cop and go, a woman, just a six-foot giant Jewish <laughs> lesbian, just threw dog poop at my car. I'm just going to get up and beat up the
0: guy that she's with yeah and I think that,
2: that I'd be justified at and that take point. the
0: dog, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: I think if somebody in trump's inner circle could have got to him and said, Hey, man, less is more right now when early on when he was doing those press conferences every single day when the pandemic team started that was not doing anything for him because that's where the you know I'm taking hydroxychloroquine, yeah. and, you know, maybe if you put light inside up you know inside you it'll, it was just he was saying all kinds of stuff just not he really came off as not prepared and ill informed. And he's the last person that should have been doing that.
1: And and Fauci, whether you believe that he knows the right things or not, he is the person that the world is looking to for answers. Yeah. And you can't make him look like a fool, even if he is, because now we feel like we really don't know anything because the one guy
0: we trusted, yeah. you're telling us is no good. I think the people around Trump, like, failed him. Yes. On how to properly navigate this but thing. But did
1: they, or did he fail them because right. he can't keep his mouth shut? Yeah. Because he, he said, I'm putting Pence in charge of this. And I got Fauci, and we got the best doctors in the world. Then he should have been like, I'm out. I'm getting daily updates like everybody else, and let them do all the talking. Yeah. yeah. But instead, he had to go out there thanking people from
0: Walgreens. and He was, uh, on, was on every day on for every the day. first month. Yeah. yeah, he loves that shit. So, oh, God. Sorry. Oh,
2: oh. Sorry. I got it. <laughs> what? Yeah. I got it. We're talking politics, folks. <laughs> sorry. I was... Comfy, comfy, comfy. Yeah, comfy, and I said yeah. the S-word. Somebody's at oh, home wow. with his feet off, no shoes on. <laughs> Fred Flynn sound. I'll have you know I am wearing shoes today. Oh, oh
1: nice. Shoes here.
3: Very nice. Uh, I have a little. Oh, can I tell you uh, real quick? Uh,
1: yeah. On uh, Friday, mm-hmm. I performed surgery on myself.
3: Oh
2: yeah. You, you told us. Oh, sorry. Well, you must have done it on Thursday because you were talking. Oh no about
1: no no! It. I did yes. You did, so, did you do so, more? Yeah. So I did the surgery <laughs> that I told you about, but it was still a lot of pain, and then I realized that a piece of my nail was still under the skin. And on Friday after the show that night, I went back in my bed, and I'm like, I can't live like this. Mm. And I and I pulled it out. Mm.
0: Oh, my God, dude. How do you hey. feel now? Like a champion. Oh, yeah? Oh, let me God. see the toe. I'm here. Let me see the toe. Yeah. It takes, I got it lo- let me get a look at it. I'll see if it's as bad as you. Oh, no. That doesn't look that bad. Okay. Look at that corner. That's where yeah. kind of rip out. Yeah. I mean, that I can see. was
1: under the skin. I had to go in there and <laughs>
0: surgically remove that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it does look painful, but yeah, I mean it looks good. (laughs) When I had my ingrown toenail, I must have let it go worse than that. Because
1: how did you get it out?
0: I eventually, I went to a doctor and they had it pulled out. I
1: I did my own surgery. Yeah, a lady uh, called and she said. Soak, or she emailed me, soak it in Epsom salt, it softens up, and then you can remove it. And I was laying in bed, Oof. and I was like, I don't have time to soak nothing. I don't have time <laughs> to bleed. Mm. And I went in there, and I uh, I wiggled it, and every wiggle made lightning shoot through my toes all Oof. the way up to my neck. And I wiggled back and forth, wiggled, and I think it finally went numb after a while, and then I, I grabbed the tool, and I was like, here, I pulled it out. And it <laughs> Your
2: wife like... just finds you passed out in the bathroom, as <laughs> you oh, passed wow. out from the pain.
1: There
0: are pliers in hand.
1: Oh, dude, what I pulled out was like that uh, cartoon where the mouse pulls the thorn out of the elephant's foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was this <laughs> giant piece, and I felt so much better. Immediately afterward, I was like, oh, thank God. So until it grows back, I'm a free man now.
2: Oh, very nice. I have a little bit of this for you. It's a Mike Kelter
0: Show Death Update.
2: Representative John Lewis, a former leading civil rights activist and symbol of the movement in the House of Representatives during his 33-year tenure, died Friday night. Doctors diagnosed Lewis with pancreatic cancer last year. He was 80 years old. When did you uh, pick him up? He was an original pick of mine. Mm. Yes.
1: Good for you, Galvin.
2: So I uh, now have some uh, points in there. So uh, I got, uh, let's see, 45 points, I believe, from that. Mm -hmm. Yes, 45 points plus my 27 from John Prine. So I have 72 points. I am currently in fifth place. Uh, Spanish is behind me. Spanish has zero. Mike has 85 points. Carmen has 90 points. Very close right there. So we got 72, 85, 90. And then you uh, jump to Gio, who has 109, still close. And then Tony Burton is in the lead with 185 points.
1: I'm feeling good. I got some murders planned for the end of the year. I'm
3: (laughs) I'm feeling
2: good because I have a feeling. I just have a feeling that I may get two in one week. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, do we'll you want to say who? No. Oh, I mean, you don't want to jinx it. It's not like we
2: can steal it. No, I don't. I don't really have like a person picked. I just think that one of my other people is going to go.
4: Well, and remember, we have that long shot rule now, where you or do, you can you get, call, you call it, it.
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you get more
4: points. What is yeah.
2: it? Uh, Never mind. You... <laughs> Never mind. It's one of the new rules that was put in there, where you can, uh, you know, call your shot type thing. And uh-huh. pick a person on there. Let's see where is the uh, and they
4: have thirty days. And if they die within that thirty days, you get an extra you get extra points mm-hmm. for calling so it. So, so
2: many on
1: my list get sick. I can call that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Like when Rbg
0: was in the hospital.
3: To- yeah.
2: Right.
4: Yeah, and it has, to, but it has to happen within thirty days of you picking them or calling it.
0: Yep. Yep. So
2: it was interesting. I had a few different people uh, send me the uh, uh, picture of uh, People Magazine with. Nick uh, Corrado or whatever his name is that uh, the yeah. the Bill yeah the Broadway person. guy that uh, the Tony tried wanted to, to pick
1: up. I mean, I'm sorry, Tony tried to take yeah. Uh...
2: And I said, yeah. And they're like he's not famous enough, but he's on the cover of People magazine. I go, okay. Two years ago, I asked you who that guy is. You have no idea. I ask a thousand random people walking out of an Applebee's or wherever you want to go. You ask a thousand people. I don't know. Maybe ten of them know. Maybe ten of them know. I go think about that. There's no. You had no idea who it was until he got sick. Then you knew. If you lived in New York and you go to Broadway and stuff, you probably know the guy's name. But the majority of the people have no idea who that guy is.
1: I still agree with that. Yes, I still agree with that. And I knew his name, but I, he was not famous enough. I don't think for this contest, and therefore, that's
2: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: I mean, none of us had heard of him before. Right.
2: And Even I mean, between, between us, we know everything. Yeah. Mm, that's so. true. <laughs> that's yeah. the way that it goes. Uh, today is moon day. So moon get out there and drop your river. pants and show people your butt. <laughs> oh. No, it okay. celebrates the anniversary of the day in 1969 when humankind first walked on the moon. Sure, we did. The USA's Neil Armstrong, my dad's friends <laughs> him, don't say that it didn't happen, <laughs> took the first steps. Here is a little bit of audio, of course, of him landing on the moon. <laughs>
0: The U.S. has landed. Roger, train. Tranquility. We copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot. I'm going to step off the land now. That's one small
1: step for man, one giant leap for mankind. The Armstrong. And that was a mistake, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was actually written for him, and it was written differently. Uh, that's why he has the pause in there. You can hear there's kind of a long pause where he's like, wait, what was it? The, a leap or something? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I
1: got to worry about this now. Well, I'm, in the, I'm trying to step on the moon.
2: Yeah, hang on. Let me get the paper out of my pocket to read what they, <laughs> they were having me say.
1: Hey, uh, this just came through an Amber Alert. In Pasco County, Michael Morris, a nine-year-old white male, uh, is missing uh, was seen in a 2011 white Nissan Versa with the tag PCWH01, uh, which only makes sense if you're in traffic and you're sitting and you just went. I'm behind a Nissan Versa, PCWH01. Uh, a nine-year-old Michael Morris is, I assume, missing and in danger. It says. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm in the car and has a Nissan Versa in front of me, and then all of a sudden some idiot on the radio reads the tag and I go, "Oh, that's this guy." As an armed citizen, am I allowed to go make a citizen's arrest?
2: Ooh, I don't know whether that's a great idea. Uh, I think calling the police would be the uh, right oh, no. move. I'm taking it. I'm taking it down. <laughs> yeah, you and Dan Blazerian. I mean, you, so yeah,
4: you follow them <laughs> or something so you can like keep yeah. track of them, but yeah. you don't like pursue it. You don't go up to the car. You don't
2: shoot out his tires.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no. I think I just guy I,
2: I wait till traffic and I walk up and I go, get out of the goddamn car. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So I have to set the scene for you on this one because we don't have video. Uh, I do have video, but we don't have video capability. Uh, There's a meeting in Utah on whether uh, to make kids wear masks in school. Uh, There are about 75 people jammed into an area that looks about the size of our performance studio. Okay? Uh So not a huge room, but not a small, but they're jammed in there. Uh, Out of those 75 people, I I went around and looked. There are seven people wearing masks. (laughs) Out of those 75 people jammed into there. So they're talking about whether they should make kids wear masks in school. Meanwhile, they're not wearing masks. But here is how this went down. Take a listen to this. Hello, everyone. This is the exact opposite of what we need to be doing. We are supposed to be physically distancing, wearing masks. And so... <laughs> all of our medical experts, everyone is encouraging us to do that. This room is not complying with these health guidelines. This creates a health concern for this meeting. so um, I'm going to suspend the rules and I'm going to make a motion to continue this entire meeting to another date. All in favor, say aye, Can we have discussion. Okay, the meeting
0: is adjourned.
2: Is that unbelievable? They're yelling at this guy because they don't want to wear a mask. And it's a thing about whether their kids should wear a mask. This is what we're (laughs) dealing with. This is never going to end. This is never going to end because people like that.
1: Yeah, You're exactly right. <laughs> it's just People are insane, man. They it, really are.
2: Insane. It is so crazy to me. I just I, I don't know what's going on with everybody. Uh, then you have this a woman uh, not wearing a mask near Sacramento, California refused to leave a Verizon store. But that's not what she was arrested for. Take a listen to the news story and you'll find out why she was arrested.
0: (laughs) A regular day at work turned into quite a show at the Verizon store off Galleria Boulevard in Roseville. It's refusing to leave, not wearing masks. They've asked several times and she's refusing. A dispatch operator tells an officer a group of three people aren't wearing masks and refusing to leave the Verizon store. But it's what happened next that's jaw-dropping.
4: They're calling back again and advised that that female now pulled her pants down and is
0: urinating inside the business. (laughs) Police got to the scene and confirmed the incident, telling me they eventually arrested the woman after finding several stolen items from a nearby Dick's Sporting Goods.
2: So she went into the Verizon store, no mask. They asked her to leave because she wasn't wearing a mask, and they have to have a mask to be in there. So then she uh, urinates in the store, like right there on the carpet and stuff. Cops come because of that, and then they find a bunch of uh, stolen property from the Dick Sporting Goods.
1: Uh, unb- unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I love I, – I have been in situations – I have talked about this before. I went to a doctor and got a shot one time to um i had this is 20 years ago i had a build up of water fluid in my ankle mm-hmm. the doctor gave me a shot and told me to, to take these pills and he's like you're going to be peeing like crazy and on my way home i had to pee so bad i couldn't get out of the car fast enough and i peed on the door in my own car <laughs> and uh and like I've, I've been in the worst situations like that never have i was like i'm gonna pee right here in the middle of the store
2: yeah well, i think i think she was doing it to get back at them Not i know it's just to... like i
1: couldn't for the life of me think of what that would be like crazy be mortified oh hold, hold hold on one second all right hold on hello
2: hello Sounds like yep. tongueless
1: Brat. Yep, send him in. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, our, our guest is here. I had to
2: oh, okay. send him in, yeah. So your uh, guard sounds like tongueless Brat when you hold the phone away. All I heard was... Luh,
0: luh, luh. You're probably going to have to go outside and meet him out, out front. Oh, that's fine. The, by the way, this morning, the angry lady that hates Galvin and me was still there. Which, oh, yeah? Well, she asked me, you know, every time I've come through your gate, they always just give them the name. Like, oh, Mike Calton. They, okay. She was like, what's the address? And she was, very, again, very annoyed. They didn't call me. Oh no. No. Yeah, she was again very annoyed that I had pulled up at, you know. I wonder why? I wonder, I wonder how you got in. Maybe car.
2: maybe uh gate guard is not your job. Maybe that's not the job for you if you're yeah, annoyed, She was very disgruntled by people pulling up in cars.
1: <laughs> now when do you come in the back gate? The back gate, yeah. LA's usually she's really
0: nice. Well, maybe she just doesn't like me. I don't know. It's she quite calls possible. All the time and she's like, I mean, it,
2: yeah, yeah.
4: Look at your face. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God.
0: If, if you saw this at five thirty in the morning, I mean, I'd be yeah. pretty upset too.
3: <laughs> I am. Uh, Win
2: Dixie is facing backlash after it announced that, unlike several of its competitors, it will not require customers to wear face masks inside its stores. In a statement on Sunday, a spokesperson wise. for Southern, uh, southeastern grocers, Win Dixie's parent company, said, "Quote currently." We are adhering to all local safety mandates within each of our stores and strongly encouraging those who are medically able to wear a face covering to do so. But they're saying you're not required to.
1: Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand how every other store is telling you you have to. Why wouldn't
2: you just go along with it? Yeah. Just go along with it. Because it's Uh, Win dixie A uh, guy in L.A. is facing fraud charges after he got at least $8.5 million in PPP loans and then gambled away a bunch of it in Vegas. Federal federal agents raided his house and also uh, found a bunch of meth. He's facing up to 30 years in jail. They said that they found hundreds of thousands of dollars jammed into the toilet.
1: Oh, Why? Yeah, I don't know. I hide they... it real quick? Flush it before the cops got Maybe, in? Maybe, yeah, because they uh-huh. said
2: they found the meth in the garbage as well. Uh, a guy funny. in Maine uh, realized that half of his neighbor's garage was on his property, so he sawed it in half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. yeah, I wish I could show you a picture. There's a great picture of it. The guy did a fantastic job of getting it right in half, too. I don't know how his neighbor didn't realize. Maybe he was on vacation at the time that it happened. You know,
1: though, uh, you got to wonder if they... If they gave the warning, I remember when Duke, my old neighbor, the greatest neighbor since Ed Norton, uh, when Duke had a guy behind him, put a, build a, or next to him, build a fence, and they built the fence himself, and all these nails were sticking out on Duke's side, and Duke was like, first of all, they're on my property, and second of all, they got all these nails sticking out, mm-hmm. I had a little kid, and I go, go tell him, and Duke went and told him. And he was like, well, that's not what we." But the survey said. And Duke's like, well, you should ask me because the survey says this. And I told Duke, I'm like, give him three days and then we burn the fence down. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, it's on your property. We'll just set it on fire one day. <laughs> I mean, that's all, it's exactly what I would have done yeah. if it was on my property. And it was, and I gave them warning and I said, hey, take this down. And they said, no, I would have set it on fire because if the cops come and they would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just having a bonfire on my property my fans.
2: You can do it, yeah. Just yeah. sit out there and roast some marshmallows. And be By
1: like the that. way, if Dom here, I don't know if you can do it, but that's what I would do. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Ikea, you know, Ikea has the uh, Swedish meatballs, which uh, we found out uh, were... May, may have... or
1: may not be horse meat. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: now they're changing up a little bit. Uh, Ikea is launching a vegan version of its Swedish meatballs this fall. They're calling them plant balls.
1: Okay. I don't <laughs> want to eat anything called
2: balls. <laughs> They're plant balls. <laughs> yeah. They're plant balls. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to Mrs. Tom Brady, supermodel Giselle Bunchen. Uh She turns 40 today and decided to give gifts for her birthday. She is planting 40,000 trees all in their backyard.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was like, where? Um, I went to Eddie V's on Friday night. Yeah. Oh you see Tom and, there? Well, <laughs> I, I went to the bathroom. And we we got there, and there was some. I always see that a really nice car is parked out up front. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, a convertible Bentley pulled up behind us, mm. and I couldn't see who was in it or whatever. And I looked at that. My son goes, well, it's a nice car. And I looked at him like, that's a Bentley, and it's a convertible. It's a really expensive car. And then I went in the bathroom to go make a pee-pee, mm-hmm. and my son walked in after me, and he goes, Tom Brady's here. That was Tom Brady. And oh. Went, oh. Are you serious? And he's like, no. And I went, oh, you little
3: oh. dick. you got me. I and I, I gotta you tell turn you, turn and pee everywhere. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would have done nothing. Yeah, I would have done nothing. I would have never bothered Tom Brady while he was at a restaurant. You know what I mean? I just like I remember one time I saw Phil Sims at Ruth's Chris when Chris Sims played here, and it was Phil Sims and and Chris Sims together, and I was in the lobby, and I was like. I can't believe Phil Simms is right. I mean, he's two feet away from me. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, "Say something!" I'm like, "What am I going to say?" Hey, I'm here to bother you while you're eating. Yeah, and, then, and I didn't say a word. And then we told him on the air. We had him on the air, and I was like, "I was there." And he goes, "You should have said something." And I went, "Ah!" Now I feel like I should say something.
2: I saw Joe Theismann walking through a casino in Vegas, and it was like three in the morning, whatever. And he's walking by himself, and it was me and another guy. And I go, "Joe Theismann." He goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Hey, big fan." He goes, "Thanks." Shook sure hands, kept walking. Yeah. I was like, "All right, that's good enough."
1: Yeah, I uh, I did the same thing. I was in the Hard Rock one time, and I was walking towards the improv down there in South Florida, and uh, this massive man was walking towards me, and when he got close enough for me to see I go, that's Lawrence Taylor. Uh, And I didn't say it to get his attention. It's just what happens to you when you realize... And he goes, hey, fellas. He just like, oh, my God. That's Lawrence
2: Taylor. Uh, speaking of uh, football and sports and stuff, Forbes made their picks for the best sports cities based on the biggest sports of uh, baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. Also, uh, on how many fans go to the games and watch them on TV and follow them on social media. So who do you think? I have the top five here. Who do you think? Number one overall or in the top five? So
1: right? it's it's. I say it again. It's fans. Uh, it's like best sports. Biggest
2: sports. So it's baseball, basketball, football. Ball and hockey, and then it's how many fans go to the games, how many watch on TV, and how many follow them on social media.
1: Uh, Chicago?
2: Chicago comes in at number four.
1: Um, I mean, I would imagine L.A. and New York are up there.
2: No, not in the really? top five. No. I can tell you number one. Is, Philly, Philly, Philly. Philly is number two.
1: Okay. Philly is uh, number two. On, let me guess. Let me guess number one. Chicago, Philly. Uh, cause really it's, it's, it's a could, no, I'm trying to think of who has the, does the big franchise of all, you know what I mean? Like the football and baseball.
2: Right. Think, uh, think football, baseball and hockey for this one, for sure. Boston. Uh, yeah. And, and basketball, by the way, Boston, number one is number <laughs> yeah. one. Cause think about that. You got the Patriots, you got the Celtics, you got the Red Sox, you got the uh, Bruins.
1: All old, old, old teams. Like teams have been around for a while. Sure.
2: Uh, number three is actually a, uh, a city that does not have a hockey team. And they made it into the top there in their number three. Uh, no. You have Boston, number one. Philly, number two. You have Chicago, number four.
1: Uh, I was going to say Detroit, but they definitely have a hockey team. Um,
2: has ties to this area.
1: S- oh, yep. San, Diego- San Francisco? San Francisco.
2: Yeah. Uh, and number five is Minneapolis. Uh, Tampa Bay came in at number 20. Uh, Out of what? 22? Well, there's 32 uh, football teams, so I don't know how many different... uh, I'm assuming they did all the cities with the different uh, teams, so...
1: I'm telling you right now, the idea of having cardboard cutouts in the stands that the Rays are proposing, have (laughs) you seen that? Yeah. uh, Is absurd, and... I, of all teams, why did the Rays feel like they needed to come up with something to put people in the stands when they never had anybody in the stands? Yeah. So I, I think that's uh, uh, hilarious. Is but, is, uh, is
2: there a thing where you can do it where you can be in that they can make a cardboard cut out of you? Are they something would, like?
1: That would make sense. Like if people had to pay to get their cardboard right. out of the thing, that would make more sense, at least as a revenue stream there. Um, I also... I uh, think it would be great. I, uh, Danny from uh, Hot put it on his Facebook page. I can't wait till somebody line drives one of those things in the face.
2: Oh just yeah,
3: it right now, <laughs> yeah, uh, that be <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> uh, well, Major League Baseball will be the first major sport to get underway this Thursday. Getting started this year in what would have normally been after the All Star Game for most Major League Baseball opening night on Thursday. Uh, the Yankees. We'll play the Nationals, then the Giants and Dodgers rivalry. Uh, no fans. It'll be a 60-game season.
1: It'll sound just as boring as baseball usually does on TV. Mm-hmm. Just two announcers going back and forth uh, about telling you things and stats and facts you never really listen to anyway. I think because I'm so starving for some sort of sport, I might actually watch uh, a Yankee game or maybe get into it a little Check
2: bit. Check it out,
1: yeah. Yeah, just, just so we can have something.
2: Uh, so you know, Jada Pinkett Smith recently referred to her relationship with August Alsina as uh, an entanglement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, right? she did. Well, on yeah. Saturday, August Entangled capitalized. Uh, August <laughs> capitalized on that term by making a new song. We have a little bit of the uh, radio edit, the hook here, if you want to hear, uh, and I'll I'll read you the lyrics afterwards. But you can kind of you can make them out. Here it is.
3: <laughs> So you
2: can hear he keeps on saying entanglement. So he says entangled. The definition of entanglement is when you're tangled in the sheets. Girl, I know we didn't call it a relationship, but you're still blank with me. Entanglement, da-da-da-da-da. Entangled, tangled up with me. I... Yeah, so that's what he's basically. It's just all about entanglements. So
1: what? So they're not married anymore. They're they're staying married, but then acting like they're
2: not married. I, I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I really dislike both of them so much. <laughs> you don't like
1: Will Smith? <laughs> I Will do Smith? not like Will Smith. How what? do you not like Will Smith? He's, he's the just, most lovable guy in yeah. Hollywood.
2: He's so fake and oh just, my god, god. he's wonderful. <laughs> okay.
4: No, so they are still married, but they were separated when, they, when she was in that entanglement, and I guess they, you know, reconciled and got back
1: together. I just hope it comes out one day and we find out Will Smith banged everybody.
3: I mean, I'm sure he has, because she's even in that little red table talk, she's, he was like, I'm going to get you back, and she said, oh, you already have, trust me. So it makes you kind of believe that he was doing his thing.
1: Well, he, there- it's only fair now that he bangs one of Willow's friends.
3: Oh yeah! He whips her hair back and forth? Wasn't he uh, uh, suspected of having a relationship with Margot Robbie for a little bit? Remember? he yeah, his... yeah. talked
1: about it for a half hour on the show. Yeah, oh right. Yeah, what do you? You don't listen to us?
3: I mean, I, I did. I was just bringing it up. <sighs>
1: Can you imagine that? I'd watch that porno
3: with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. me too.
1: Well, I was and Margot Robbie. I
2: was Yeah, oh, that'd
3: be <laughs> the better part, I guess. Harvard. Oh,
2: I didn't know. <laughs> uh, Alex Trebek will quit his cancer treatments if the current round does not work. Oh, no. He says, quote, there comes a time where you have to make a decision as to whether you want to continue with such a low quality of life.
1: God, I got to tell you, those cancer treatments must really be awful. Because yeah. when you hear people, when you hear people with cancer
2: say that, you realize. Well, think about it. They're giving you poison. They're yeah. literally giving yeah. you poison to try and kill the cancer, but it's also damaging everything else in your system. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's got to be so painful and so miserable and stuff, uh, not to change subjects or anything, but I do have Alex Trebek in the uh, death
1: point. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> my, uh, my niece had some unsuccessful treatments. She, you know, she's in her 20s. She mm-hmm. lost all her hair and the whole thing. And then uh, she went, She got in this trial for this stuff, I don't really know all the science behind it, so I'm not going to pretend I do, but she got into a trial testing where she had to go to Connecticut and uh, they were able to do some stuff for her. And, you know, fingers crossed so far it's had a positive effect. I mean, the tumors shrink and nothing new has grown, so it seems like this might have actually worked. Good. Awesome. But I have to tell you, to Man. see what she went to as a, as a person who is an athlete. And in her 20s, at, at, if I'm in my 70s and I'm not an I'd probably be the same way. I'd be like, right. why, why bother living if it's going to be just this?
2: And this is even from a guy who is a multi, multi-millionaire, so right. I'm sure has the in best the top of line, yeah, yeah. everything, and still it's just miserable. Insane. Uh, finally in news, is too much porn desensitizing men to the real thing? Yes. Uh, a new study in Europe found a connection. The more porn you watch, the more likely you are to have performance issues in bed. Only two-thirds oh. of men now think sex with another person is better than solo sessions. Uh, and 23% of guys under 35 have had issues where they couldn't stay excited enough to perform. Uh, the study also found that the average guy now watches 70 minutes of porn per week. A week? Yeah. Week.
1: Oh, no, I I I'm throwing that average off. Yeah, I have 219 channels of porn, and I watch them every night.
2: Watching the pl- <laughs> oh, 70. You're saying that's low. Yeah. Oh, I I I don't know. I mean, are you, what are you? How long are you watching before you're doing stuff? Oh, I need to get in. I need to. I need a backstory. Oh no,
3: yeah. the worst. It does. Statistics. It takes like yeah. I'm I'm with Mike. It'll take me like 30 minutes to find the right video before I'm like, okay.
2: Mm. Maybe time. you guys should uh, get together then. Yeah, so we can kill uh, some time. You think? Yeah, yeah,
1: that's cool. I um, I I and I got to be honest with you. It's to the. It does desensitize it. I think because now I'm to the point where normal porn. I'm like, if I see a normal porn with two, pretty people, <laughs> I'm like, ew, Yeah, I need something crazy. And then the other thing is, they say like religious people say you shouldn't watch porn, not because it's like against the law or anything. I mean, against like religious Let's law. Let the devil they, in. <laughs> but the, they say that the problem is, is that it once you've seen it so much, you've been desensitized to what it's like to have a one-on-one relationship. Like if you see your wife naked all the time, like in the shower and walking out of the bedroom, then when you actually do see her naked for sex, it's not like it's nothing special. That's right, why people get right. bored of it. Yeah. So they say that porn does that because if you spend too much time with porn, then when it's time to actually do it, you're not. You're like, ah, oh, bored with it. That part, that I agree with. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Uh, I don't know, but it, uh, at this point in my life, I need some little... So now you see why Eddie... No, I shouldn't say that. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> you're no, going to no. do I that, that same myself route? before I said it. I would uh, say, you see why
1: Eddie Murphy went out and found himself a tranny because he wanted something different.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> so now whenever you go to have sex, you're like, all right, let's have sex. Where's the flamethrower? Like, what's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> nobody juggling in the corner? What's right, happening? That's more of what I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is it for news. <laughs> all right,
1: we'll take a break. When we come back, we got a special guest, our... Outside of Bobby Kelly, our first guest really ever in the home studio. Yeah. This is the future of how I think this show is going to go, at least through the end of the year. Don't Uh, you agree?
2: Well, Slater asked me, he goes, uh, so when is uh, everybody else coming back? And I go, I got to be honest with you, I don't know what the hell's going on.
1: (laughs) I, I can't see why. I mean... I don't want to risk getting sick, and I don't want to risk getting other people sick. And also, I really love on almost an extra hour of sleep that I get every day. Mm,
0: yeah. It's Enjoy. changing my life. Yeah, this is welcome. great today. Do you
1: know? Right? I like this. Do you know on Friday, because we're done at 10 o'clock on Friday, and I'm wide awake, and I feel good, that I could not... Realize what day, like on Saturday, I'm like, it's Sunday already, but it's not because you have like a whole extra weekend day. I know today
0: having to get up a little bit early to drive to your house, I felt that hour. I was like, oh, you have an extra
1: hour?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, because I'd been getting up very